Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. I was just fishing on the Diamond Fork River, and it's high and muddy, which is my excuse for getting skunked again. My feet are still wet from the river, and I'm fishing without waders, just wet fishing in a pair of chacos, and my feet are cold. The water is still cold, even though it is a beautiful day in May. I am going to read two more stanzas from William Wordsworth's poem, Ode, Intimations of Immortality from Recollections of Early Childhood. In the previous two stanzas, we talked about Wordsworth's sense of nostalgia, is looking at the present and seeing one thing and looking at the past and seeing something even better. That even while he sees something great now, what used to be was even better. In the previous two stanzas, we talked about his sense of nostalgia. And while he saw something great in the world today, he recognized that there was something even greater that had passed, something that was now inaccessible. What we get in stanzas three and four doesn't exactly continue the same thought, but it does continue the same feel. You get a bit of this liminal space where it is between happiness and sadness, between the exaltation of the glory of today and the sadness for that which is lost. I will pick up with the last two lines from stanza two and then continue on and read the third and fourth stanzas. But yet I know, where'er I go, that there hath passed away a glory from the earth. Now while the birds thus sing a joyous song, and while the young lambs bound as to the tabor sound, to me alone there came a thought of grief. A timely utterance gave that thought relief, and I again am strong. The cataracts blow their trumpets from the steep. No more shall grief of mine the season wrong. I hear the echoes through the mountains throng. The winds come to me from the fields of sleep, and all the earth is gay. Land and sea give themselves up to jollity, and with the heart of May doth every beast keep holiday. Thou child of joy, shout round me, let me hear thy shouts, thou happy shepherd boy. Ye blessed creatures, I have heard the call ye to each other make. I see the heavens laugh with you in your jubilee. My heart is at your festival. My head hath its coronal. The fullness of your bliss. I feel, I feel it all. Oh, evil day, if I were sullen, while earth herself is adorning this sweet May morning, and the children are culling on every side in a thousand fields far and wide fresh flowers. While the sun shines warm, and the babe leaps up on its mother's arm, I hear, I hear, with joy I hear. But there's a tree, of many one, a single field which I have looked upon. Both of them speak of something that is gone. The pansy at my feet doth the same tale repeat. Whither is fled the visionary gleam? Where is it now, the glory and the dream? What we have in these two stanzas is Wordsworth celebrating about what is so wonderful about him, about the beauty and the glory, things natural and things human. He celebrates them and he loves them and he recognizes their beauty. 
and yet he also recognizes and wants to recapture that which is past. In the third stanza, he mentions that he gets a thought of grief. To me alone, he says. He gets this sad thought. He recognizes, oh, wait, this used to be so much prettier than it is now. But then a timely utterance gave that thought relief. Once he speaks about it, perhaps once he writes a poem about it and gets into that poetic frame, then he is able to move from grief into something stronger, he says, into something happier, to turn it into something productive. From there, first he promises to himself, and then he stays in that exultant phrase, in that exultant state for quite a while. He goes on for a number of lines. He gets to where he sees it as evil to be sullen on a day as beautiful as that which he is writing in, and in fact, as beautiful as that which I am sitting in right now. Among this grass and with the river right across from me, where I hear the birds. Right on cue. Good job, bird. As I can see the butterflies and even the flies that land on me and tickle my arms and ankles. It's hard to be despondent on a day like this. And yet, Wordsworth pulls it off. He does find the gray cloud to that silver lining. At the end of the fourth stanza, we get the turn. It begins with, but. But there's a tree of many one, a single field which I have looked upon. Both of them speak of something that is gone. He says, oh, but then there is the tree. It reminds me of that movie from the late 70s or early 80s with Christopher Reeve, where he travels back in time, mostly by willing himself into it. And he falls in love and has all sorts of... uh, he, He builds a life there back in the... When is it? The late 1800s? The early 1900s? I can't remember. And in the midst of all this, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a penny, a contemporary penny, not one from whatever time period he's traveled back to, but from where he started. And he sees this and boom, he is taken back to his modern life and unable to recapture the glory, the happiness of his past. For Wordsworth, instead of it being a penny that makes him travel in time, it is this one tree that reminds him. Then he sees a flower, and the flower tells him the same story, the pansy. And both of them speak to him. They ask him questions. Whither is fled the visionary gleam? Where is it now, the glory and the dream? Not only is the past gone, but for Wordsworth, his able to recapture it in that visionary state is also somehow lost. What we will pick up next, where he moves on to from here are the best-known lines of the poem. But we're going to save that for the next podcast. For now, I'm going to reread the last couple of lines from the second stanza and then the third and fourth stanza of William Wordsworth's Ode, Intimations of Immortality on Recollections of Early Childhood. But yet I know where'er I go that there hath passed away a glory from the earth, Now while the birds thus sing a joyous song, and while the young lambs bound as to the tabor's sound, to me alone there came a thought of grief. A timely utterance gave that thought relief, and I again am strong. 
The cataracts blow their trumpets from the steep. No more shall grief of mine the season wrong. I hear the echoes through the mountains throng. The winds come to me from the fields of sleep, and all the earth is gay. Land and sea give themselves up to jollity. And with the heart of May doth every beast keep holiday. Thou, child of joy, shout round me. Let me hear thy shouts, thou happy shepherd boy. Ye blessed creatures, I have heard the call ye to each other make. I see the heavens laugh with you in your jubilee. My heart is at your festival. My head hath its coronal. My f the fullness of your bliss I feel. I feel it all. O oh, evil day, if I were sullen while the earth herself is adorning this sweet May morning, and the children are culling on every side in a thousand valleys far and wide fresh flowers, while the sun shines warm and the babe leaps up on his mother's arm, I hear, I hear, with joy I hear. But there's a tree of many one, a single field which I have looked upon, both of them speak of something that is gone. The pansy at my feet doth the same tale repeat. Whither is fled the visionary gleam? Where is it now, the glory and the dream? <laughs>